0: Trying to get us ready for this We used their technology To strengthen our planet But it won't be enough I see them In my dreams They're coming back Moving on It is my fourth annual movie month. I'll watch 30 movies that I've never seen in 30 days. In uh, 1996, I was going into my... It was the summer of 96. I was going into my junior year of college. And it was at this point that I decided to change my major from film to interactive media, Um, you know, working with computers. And I remember mentioning this to my grandparents. um, And my grandfather, you know, trying to be very helpful, um, tried to get me a job in computers, you know, for the summer. He ended up um, getting me a job with someone who was in the Lions Club with him. I believe it's the Lions Club. It's almost like, like the Water Buffaloes or the, uh, you know, those those uh, any of those those men's clubs that you had. This was the Lions Club, um, and he got me a job with a guy who ran his own computer company uh, for the summer. Which was which was great. It uh, except that really, you know, I was trying to use computers um, and be a web designer and you know work with like at the time CD ROMs and uh this gentleman uh created hard drives for computers basically built big arrays for computers with you know multiple hard drives for video editing and it ended up i remember like some of the uh the drives that he had actually ended up uh at where i work now it, you know years and years ago and i think somewhere at my school i mean they they we shipped them all over the country i know this because my job was putting computers into boxes and shipping them. I got used to, I, I, could, I could build the box, I could ship a, I could, literally, this is what I would do. I would build the box, put the foam in, clean the hard drive out, you know, with like fantastic, um, bec- the, the casing, I would wrap it very nicely in plastic, place it in the, in the uh, box, tape up the box, and then do all the paperwork for UPS or FedEx, so, yeah, that was, my in, that was my introduction to computers uh, at the time. And that, that business has since been bought out and has gone. And I think, you know, home computers are fast enough to do that stuff now. Um, long story long, uh, but that job took place in Andover, Massachusetts, not far from the Andover train station, if you're familiar. Uh, Dundee Park. And my commute every day would be co- going backwards and fo- uh you know, back and forth, and I'd be driving by the old Lawrence Showcase Cinema. If anyone grew up in the Methuen, Lawrence, Haverhill area of Massachusetts, there was the Showcase Cinema um, that had, I believe, uh, had four theaters, one through four, and they were, it was like this big two, you know, double-decker, uh theater. I mean, it was not a double-decker, but it it was a big building. It was the movie theater when I was a kid. Then they added 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9, 10 across the street. So it was one theater broken up into two buildings. Those two buildings are still there. The movie theater over the last couple of years completely closed down. The last time I think I saw something, it was being used to actually film a movie recently. Uh, But those movie theaters are gone. But long story short, I would drive back and forth every day past those movie theaters. And in 96... I remember saying to uh, my girlfriend, who's not my wife, and my parents, we should all go see this movie, and I'm going to buy tickets for it because it's going to be this huge summer blockbuster, and it's going to be really hard to get tickets. And we definitely have to get tickets. Um, so I'm going to get tickets on the way home from work, come home, we'll eat dinner, and then boom, we'll shoot back to the movie theater and skip the line and get into our theater. So I remember going up. Asking for four tickets to Independence Day. Going home, getting really excited, pulling out the tickets, and seeing four tickets to Strip Yes, the Demi Moore stripper movie. I had four tickets to bring my girlfriend and my parents to see Strip So I freaked out because this is the age of having to go to the theater and buy tickets. And, you know, up until a few years ago, at least around here, you, you get to the tic- you It's first come, first serve as far as finding a seat. So freaked out a little bit. Drove. We went to the theater. I remember getting in line and running up and saying, "Look, we bought tickets to Independence Day, and you gave me striptease. There's no way I was bought four tickets to bring my parents to striptease. I'm going into Independence Day, and luckily, they let me in. I don't even know if they do. They. I don't think they could do that nowadays because, at least in the movie theater in in Methuen now, it's everything's assigned seating. So if you don't have the right seat, you're not getting in, especially if it's sold out. Uh, and this was sold out uh, to the degree where we got four seats fairly close, which I don't love seeing close, 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 especially before there was stadium seating. Um, and, you know, I just remember looking up, and there it was in front of me, what I thought was the greatest movie. Because I was big into Aliens then. I was big into, uh, I remember, I think I was I, I was reading books on Aliens. I loved like I got back into close close encounters and like oh they kind of show the aliens oh we get inside, we we get to see inside the alien ship in the different version and all these different things i was big into movie trivia and aliens then i was finding the internet movie database it was all kind of i was still a, being a film nerd even though i moved out of film uh to work in computers Going back now, years later, you know, or not that far after, I remember thinking, you know, this movie is not that great. It's kind of dumb. It's kind of that disaster porn. It's not as smart as you think it is. Uploading a virus to to um, to you know d- destroy aliens kind of dumb. But at the same time, it holds a special place in my heart. That that speech from Bill Pullman, the the shot of the of the shadow, the first shot of the shadows going over the moon. You know, still, that's, I, I have to say, that's that's an iconic shot. And of course, the shots of the White House exploding and uh, New York exploding uh, are pretty iconic, pretty, pretty, pretty great cinematic moments for big action movies. Um, and I remember for years thinking, they are they, they're, they're never going to make a sequel to this. They're never going to make a sequel to this. And 20 years later, what do they do? They made a sequel to Independence Day and that. Is today's movie, so that's I took a long, long loop of a story to get to today's film, Independence Day Resurgence, not Independence Day Two. Blah blah blah, Independence Day Resurgence, starring Jeff Goldblum from the original, Judd Hirsch from the original, Bill Pullman from the original, and um Brett Spiner from the original, and a couple other people that I that I know were in the original. I don't know their names. And, oh, uh, Vivica A. Fox was in it for a moment, uh, for uh, a fleeting moment. And, of course, Will Smith backed out. And the dumbest thing was he died in a, in a test flight. And they just kind of mentioned it. They showed his picture, which looked like a publicity still for Independence Day, which makes no sense because why would they have a photo of him out in the desert? Um, and, well, that's always the way it is in movies. Uh, and... um. Yeah, that they, they're they like, oh, yeah, he died as a test pilot. I'm like, really? That's it? And no mention of Harry Connick Jr.? No mention of Rand, Randy Quaid? Thank God Randy Quaid, uh, you know, his character died in the first one because I don't think they'd want him back now. Let's just say that. And I have to read the movie trivia because there might have been more references. They showed a wall of names that died uh, in, in 1996 with the original alien attack. And there could have been names there that are familiar. Could, I, I'm guessing Randy Quaid's name was there I don't know. I'm going to have to read on that. Um, But did we really need an Independence Day sequel? The answer is no, we did not. Uh, Was this a good movie? The answer is no, it was not. Was this movie kind of stupid? The answer to that is yes, it kind of was. And did I enjoy it? The answer is yeah, kind of. It's weird because you watch a movie, you know, you roll your eyes going, this is that's dumb or that's bad special effects or what's the point of that? Or that dialogue is awful and then something else happens. You go, ooh, eh, ooh. And you get, like, a this, like, false, like, sense of, like, whoa, like, a wonder. Like, ooh. And you realize they're just tugging at your heartstrings for certain things. Um, and you know you're like, man, this is not that good. But, oh that's kind of cool. Ooh, that's kind of cool. And you get sucked into it. Um, some of the special effects were awesome. Some of them weren't that great. Uh, it was weird because, like, the aliens looked cool, and then there was a moment where they, where they were watching footage of like uh, a test flight where these two young pilots kind of collided, and they were uh, the, the main character, who's Liam Hensworth, Thor's brother. Um, he, he's in some of the uh, uh, Hunger Game movies, or all of them. Um, more on that later this month. Uh, and there's a scene where he's looking at a, at a video of the flight, and it looks like like maybe PlayStation Two quality digital video. It looked so piss poor. I was like, is this a is this a video? It looked like a video, uh, a digital recreation of an accident, not the video from an accident. So that was pretty bad. Um, and yet other special effects were really good. It was it's weird because sometimes like they would show the spaceship, but then they show the spaceship over a video monitor, and it, again it looked like it was bad computer animation. Um, I'm gonna spoil the this movie. So if you if you don't want to hear anymore, or if you if you really feel the need to watch it, it's on HBO right now. You know, I apologize. You could stop listening now, um, but like the way they killed off Vivica A Fox, I don't know. I feel really awful that I started laughing because she's like she gets this pregnant woman on on a helicopter. She's like, go. She saves this last woman in a in a hospital, and of course, right when she puts the woman on this on this helicopter the building starts crumbling and she holds on to the guy like, and, and she's like holding on to the, to one of the guys in the helicopter. And then she just lets go or, or she just slips and falls and, uh, and of course this is all being seen in front of her son. Who's a pilot, like a fighter pilot, Will Smith's son. Um, and he's like, no mommy. And she's like, no, I'm falling. And that's it. She's gone. Um, and then there's another scene where like seal Ward's the president and they basically they say uh you know her they where her base has fallen we're, we've come to uh you know swear you in general and this new general who's William Fickner I believe he's how you, is his name um he becomes the president and I thought oh this is kind of uh they're baiting us like they're they're you know they we're gonna think he's the president and then boom seal Ward's gonna come out and be like, I'm alive." and she's back to the present. No, no, they just completely killed her off, and she's gone. That was it, uh, which was weird. I, I thought it was kind of, I don't know, um, kind of not good. Uh, but it's it, it's, nice to see William Fichtner, or Fincher, or whatever you say his name, not be a two-faced, not be a villain. It Just be a nice, just be a good guy, because I like the actor, but so many times you see him, like, being the character with ulterior motives, or the character who you think is good, but turns out to be evil. Uh, but this, he's just a, he's just a general. He's just a general and I enjoy it. I enjoy him. Um, but most of all this movies, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot of special effects, um, with real, you know, basic story, some enjoyable moments, some cringy, cringy, like eye rolling moments and nothing special. It's there's, it's just nothing special. It's not good, and it's nothing special. And the moment, like some people gave it positive review, it was funny. Even on Rotten Tomatoes, the positive reviews weren't saying many positive things. Like the movies, the, the people that called it fresh, weren't saying great things. um And and I'm a, I think I saw something where Albert Brooks once talked about dialogue in a movie, and it's always kind of stuck with me when people uh, give. Like over explain things It's like come on man I graduated third of my class That's why I'm the smartest one Or you're my brother And that's why I love you It's like you you don't You don't We just We could just find out That with your brothers You know when you see When you see someone And say hi ma Hi ma That's how your brother Or something like that Where they have to talk In a way that nobody talks To explain things To the audience So they can figure it out I call that You know I call that bad writing But You know these aren't dumb people writing it. So I call it like writing for dumb people, like pandering for a dumb movie. Like, oh, we have, we kind of have to write this way so people understand things because, because not many bright people, there's going to be a lot of not bright people watching this movie. Uh, and it just, not that I consider myself so bright, but when, when, when that was pointed out to me, you kind of notice it more. You notice when people be like, you know, I've been doing this a long time. Like they've just told these, the person they're with, this, you know, I'm your brother, I love you, or I've been doing this for a long time, or D- I'll get you back for what you did to me that time on the ship. It's like, okay, you're bringing it up right now so that we know something happened in the past. Um, so that's just my tangent on writing in general. But who am I to talk about that? I've, I write emails. That's about all I write. Um, that's. I don't have much else to say. You know, after seeing a movie that was that was awesome last night uh, that, I, that I loved. I saw a movie today that I had some enjoyable moments, some nostalgic moments, uh, Bill Pullman, uh, you know, moments. Moments where you kind of, I go, oh, cool. And at the same time, I know this movie's just pretty much shitty. So that's all I'm going to say. Um, for nostalgic sake, if you've got a couple hours to kill and you want to see kind of a dumb big action movie, I would say give this a try. Uh, give it a watch. But if you're going in looking for awesome science fiction, you can you can just, you know, or if you need to see how the story continues. Okay. And I say that, how the story continues, how the story ends. The way this movie ends, this is the worst part. I'm, I'm saying this movie's not that good. And then at the last moment of the movie, uh, the, you know, they talk about something and they set things up for a sequel. And I'm like, yes, I want to see what happens next. What's wrong with me? Like, I, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, okay, are they going to make another one? They kind of set it up to make another one. This movie didn't make a ton of money, but it made money, I think. It seemed like it made money. If they could just make it cheaper, it'll make more money. So keep making these movies. Why the hell not? Uh, I'm tired, and it's only 11 in the morning. Usually I'm doing this at 11 at night. Oh, well, I'm done. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this we're on the, We're on the back nine, I like to say. The back 15. It's day 16 of Fans Not Experts Movie Month. It's in the books with uh, Independence Day Resurgence. I almost forgot the movie. Thank you for listening. Find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality, on Facebook Fans Not Experts. The website is fansnotexperts.com and the hashtag on Google, on Facebook, on Twitter and on Instagram is hashtag FNE Movie Month. Uh, Until tomorrow... And tomorrow's probably going to be a bad short movie because I have uh, plenty of th- I got a graduation party and a 40th birthday party. So I'm going to have a lot of time to do things. So until then, here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome, I think that I'm worth your time, and I'm kinda handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe, at least listen to this episode. Not experts.